0: You're listening to a podcast from Heart. Hello, and welcome to this podcast for Heart Journal. My name is Dr. Alexander Lyon from Imperial College and the Royal Brompton Hospital. Uh, I'm here at Manchester at the British Cardiac Society, and we've just completed a fascinating session on tissue engineering for mending a broken heart. And I have with me here two of the speakers from the session, Professor Alex Cephalian from University College London and Dr. Christopher Brewer from Yale University in the United States. So starting with Professor Cephalian, we've been discussing uh, heart valve engineering and wondered if you could give me your views on how close we are to Implanting uh, tissue-engineered heart valves into
1: patients with valve disease? I think we, in terms of the percutaneous heart valve or transcatheter heart valve we're more or less uh, maybe about a year and a half away. We're currently in, doing the work on the Wellcome Trust uh, grant translational grant GLP study preclinical study before to go to clinical and the, the method we develop is based on Nanomaterial, nanotechnology nanomaterial, and nitinol is a memory-shaped alloy.
0: Now, nanotechnology means many different things to different people. From the perspective of tissue engineering, how do you think nanotechnology offers advantages?
1: So, I mean, they actually, hands by hand, they're helping each other. Nanotechnology, you could modify the surface of the scaffold material, which could attract the cell or repel certain cell if you don't want it. And so, yes, you know, you could surface modification. And the tissue engineering cell actually do like nanotopography, nanosurface, you know. So enhanced cell proliferation, differentiation. And thinking
0: of generating valves for implantation, mm. do you think it's the... Uh, superior strategy to have uh, cells adhered to the
1: new valve leaflets or to keep it acellular i think ideally best to have a cell you know attached to it, you know adhere to it but that's not as easy because when you are trying to get there just a cell adhere, there are lots of other things you unwanted things you know like a platelet and stuff that attached to it but it is also possible you have a surface which nothing adhere, and as long as it does work, especially in the adult population, is good enough.
0: And certainly, in the clinical world, one of our major problems with uh, degeneration of current uh, artificial valves is calcification. So, what are your strategies to reduce the calcification on these novel tissue-engineered heart valves?
1: With the nanotechnology, you can actually attach molecules, peptides, you know, which would be anti-calcification. They were a small, you can structure on the surface and, and become like anti calcified And that's not a difficult task, you know, to do that. Much more difficult task in thermal tissue engineering. But in thermal nanotopography, it's much easier to do that. You know, And I hope that would be the future. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, Moving on to
0: Dr. Brewer, so we've just heard you uh, give a wonderful talk on uh, generating tissue-engineered blood vessels. One of the highlights of your talk was the interaction between the graft and the host blood vessel. Can you uh, summarise what you think the main sort of findings are and how that will help guide you in developing new artificial blood vessels?
2: Yes. uh, So we've been working on a project trying to create a tissue-engineered vascular graph for use in congenital heart disease since 1994, and we developed the first tissue-engineered vascular graph to be used in humans, uh, and uh, this graph actually works quite well. It has a reasonable safety profile, uh, proven efficacy, and most importantly, uh, demonstrates growth capacity, which is very, very important in children. Uh, Over the past 10 years, we've focused quite extensively on trying to understand the mechanism of action by which these graphs actually work? How uh, does tissue form using this tissue engineering technology? And one of the things that we discovered is that we actually did the right thing for the wrong reason. Uh, Originally, when we made our tissue-engineered vascular graph, we would seed an individual's own cells uh, onto onto a scaffold. The scaffold would provide sites for cell attachment and space for tissue formation. And as the scaffold degraded, a new blood vessel would form. Well, we had always assumed that the cells that we seeded onto the scaffold were the cells that ultimately made up that new blood vessel. But when we began to more rigorously investigate this, what we discovered is that the cells that we seed onto the scaffold actually disappear. And not only do they disappear, they disappear quite rapidly within a few days of implantation. Uh, this was a surprising finding, but suggested that the mechanism by which our grafts work or function uh, was different than what we had originally anticipated. What these findings suggest is that the vascular grafts result in the formation of blood vessels by a regenerative uh, process where the body um, actually forms a new blood vessel where the seated scaffold was once. Uh, and this is very interesting and has profound implications for future development uh, within this product. Um, one of the things um, that we've more, most recently been studying is what the messages that these seeded cells uh, tell the body that enable regeneration. And we've been able to make some pretty substantial headway so that we can now actually build that message directly into our scaffold and avoid uh, or preclude the need for cell
0: Thank you. And uh, with your work, you've now moved into the clinic and had some experience of implanting these tissue engineered blood vessel grafts into uh, small children with congenital heart disease. What have you learned from the clinical
2: experience so far? So we uh, recently initiated the first FDA-approved study evaluating the use of tissue-engineered vascular grafts in the United States, but this work is predicated on a pilot study performed at Tokyo Women's Hospital in Japan by my collaborator, Dr. To- Hoshi Shinoka. And in that study, which was initiated over 10 years ago, our tissue-engineered vascular grafts were um, used to treat children that had single ventricle cardiac anomalies and were used as vascular conduits to connect the inferior vena cava to the pulmonary artery in uh, children undergoing Fontan operations. In this clinical study, what we learned is that this technology uh, works and is feasible. There were no graph-related deaths and no graph failures. However, we did learn some of the limitations of this technology. The primary graph-related complication was stenosis. So as we work uh, to move forward and just rationally design an improve product, we're focusing our efforts on uh, stenosis. Um, we recently coupled the clinical data from this pilot study and our uh, work understanding the mechanisms, uh, the basic cellular mechanisms underlying tissue formation in the tissue-engineered vascular graft, and uh, work with, with the FDA to gain approval. And this was an arduous, uh, time-consuming process, but it was, was very helpful. We've really partnered with the FDA and see that we're really on the same page, just trying to design and perform the safest uh, study that will give us the most information and enable us to help the most patients. So thank you to you both and I think what we've learned today is that whilst
0: tissue engineering has been in the laboratory for over a decade, we're really making effective headway towards translating the insights into uh, patients and hopefully one day we'll have a hard impact on patient outcomes uh, and of course it's a two-way street as we learnt and, and the insights from what happens in the, in the early clinical studies will be fed back to future design so it's I think exciting times in tissue engineering for heart valves, blood vessels and I think down the, further down the line the myocardium so watch this space For more information about this programme and other BMJ
1: Group podcasts please visit bmj.com